Hey guys, we're finally creating a calculator for you to see for yourself, is an and asset, i.e. whole life insurance, right for you and your financial goals. How much time people spend in talking about money, where it's gone, how much they've got, and how they can get more. That brings up our topic for this week. There are two reasons buying insurance. Uh, one is to protect yourself against a loss that you are unable or unwilling to bear yourself. This calculator has three sections to it. The section number one is what's called the internal rate of return, i.e. your actual growth of your life insurance policy long-term. We'll be able to show that and also include other factors to show you a more accurate version of your growth. Section number two is the external return of life insurance, i.e. borrowing against your life insurance policy. When should you do it? When is it a good idea? What is the rate of return of borrowing against your life insurance policy? You'll be able to see that all in this section. And section number three is looking at the pros and cons of utilizing whole life insurance in your financial life and in your portfolio. There's pros and there's cons. It's impossible to put a rate of return measure on all of them, but it's important as it relates to the overall decision. Before we jump in, I wanna give you a brief overview of what is the AND asset, i.e. overfunded whole life insurance, and why do we call it this multidimensional asset that can be very foundational to your life and to your portfolio. All life insurance is, is a contract. It's a unilateral contract between you and the insurance company that pretty much says, as long as you keep up your end of the bargain, the insurance company is on the hook from day one to keeping their end of the bargain. Like every contract and every company, they're not all created equal. When you're dealing with insurance companies, you wanna make sure they're mutual, meaning you have ownership stake. You wanna make sure they have great ratings, meaning they're solid financially. You wanna make sure they have a long track record of keeping their promises. When it comes to a contract of a life insurance policy or an and asset, we wanna make sure that we are maximizing all the living benefits that we want, not just now, but in the future. So we want cash value early on. We want long-term growth. And, and the way that we do that is we do what's called max fund, or some people call this overfund. And in other words, we want to limit all the drags and insurance cost of the contract and maximize all the living benefits and cash value of the contract. In other words, we want to overpay and get as little bit of insurance as possible. The reason we wanna do this is we wanna create maximum benefits for our cash or what's called cash value in our contract. When you do this, you're creating that life insurance contract to really be a multi-dimensional tool that gives your dollars more than one job. To illustrate this, I'm gonna break down six areas that when life insurance is set up and used properly, creates massive efficiency in your financial life. Area number one is lifetime growth. When life insurance is set up and used properly, it will grow to the day that you die. And this long-term, uninterrupted lifetime growth is something that many people are not experiencing in their financial life. Number two is the ability to control and use your money while your money continues to grow. One of the most powerful benefits of using the and asset is your ability to control and use capital throughout your life without killing compounding and the benefits of long-term life insurance. I.e., this asset gives you the ability to use your money and grow it at the same time. Step number three, future cash flow. I've said this many times, life insurance gives you more options in the future. Some people call this retirement, some people call this future cash flow planning. And whether you have more options, reducing your volatility, reducing tax risk, life insurance is an amazing asset for the future. Number four, protection and legacy. Life insurance is incredible for protecting your family, protecting your assets, and creating an income tax-free legacy for your future. Number five, the ability to save more. Because life insurance gives you the ability to use your money throughout your life, it allows people to be able to save more, creating a greater compound curve throughout their life. And number six, if you truly understand the power of life insurance and how it can be an and asset, a multi-dimensional tool, giving your dollars more than one job, this will allow you to live more intentionally and show up more powerfully. It's for this reason that so many people say, Caleb, it is truly impossible to measure a multi-dimensional aspect that does so many other things that you can't just measure with rate of return. And while there is some truth to that, 
I'm gonna do my very best to lay out these three sections to help you have clarity on is life insurance, i.e. an and asset, right for you and your financial goals. All right, we're gonna jump into the calculator and the calculator has three sections. First section is internal rate of return and like the name internal rate of return, this is the actual rate of return of your policy. The beautiful thing is you can compare policy from policy by looking at the actual rate of return. Don't get bought into the noise of interest rates or dividends. This is the actual growth rate, which is super helpful. The other thing that you need to know is if you look at an internal rate of return over 20, years or 30 years. That number represents what your cash value grew every single year, not just in that year. That's a huge misconception. It's including even the beginning years when a lot of people are like, oh, I'm losing money. My policy's capitalizing. The internal rate of return is the true growth rate. Now, if I said that the internal rate of return was three and a half percent, you'd be like, okay, that's good. And depending on what your thoughts are, it's like three and a half percent is great. But when I say it's a tax-free three and a half percent, that should mean different things because life insurance is a control liquid asset that you can utilize, we have to compare it to like assets, which means if you have your money in a money market or a savings account or some other asset, you would have to factor in taxes just to compare it to life insurance. And so because life insurance when set up and used properly will grow tax deferred and can utilize that money tax-free, we have to compare it. We have to include a tax rate to just keep it comparable with a like asset. So the second input is taxes. Now we could add two other inputs to this. The third input could be some type of management fee if you wanted to factor that in. And the fourth input would be the buy term and invest the difference concept and, and factoring in term insurance costs to that rate of return, i.e. bringing your comparable rate up. For this example, we're just gonna keep it super clean. We're gonna look at your internal rate of return, your income tax, and then the required interest you would need to make just to maintain the life insurance rate of return. To keep it simple, I'm gonna use a three and a half percent internal rate of return. And some people are screaming, Caleb, life insurance can give you a lot higher internal rate of return. I'm trying to be conservative and middle of the road. So three and a half percent is what I'm gonna use. I'm also gonna use 25% tax bracket and 35% tax bracket. Note, you could be in some states when you factor in state income tax, it's much, much higher. And then some people are like, well, 25%, I'm not in 25% tax bracket. That's okay, I'm just giving this for an example. You can input different examples for what you'd like. So a three and a half percent internal rate return, if you factor in 25% tax, you would need to earn, drum roll please, 4.67% every single year without a down year just to keep up with the boring old life insurance. If the tax rate went up to 35%, you would have to earn just to compete with that boring old 3.5% rate of return in life insurance, 5.38% every single year without a down year. And just to keep it fun, if you include a 1% fee on top of that, you would have to earn 6.44% every single year without a down year. Am I saying that life insurance is getting you four, five, 6% rate of return in this scenario? The answer is no. But if you compare it to outside assets, you'd have to earn that just to give you the actual growth rate because if you factor in taxes and other things. Again, I've been very, very clear. Life insurance is not an investment. It is not an investment. It is not an investment. If you want to save your money or utilize life insurance as an investment, you will be disappointed. If you understand that it's a safe asset, it's a phenomenal place to store and grow your money. I for fun showed a 4% internal rate of return because many of our clients, this is more than doable. So if you add a 25% tax rate to a 4% internal rate of return, now you have to earn over 5.3% every every single year just to keep up with boring old life insurance. If you include a 35% tax in this equation, now you have to earn over 6.1% 
just to keep up with the boring old life insurance. And yes, if you add a 1% management fee, which should represent whether it's a fee, whether it's a cost of term insurance, regardless, now you have to earn over 7% every single year to keep up with life insurance. And again, this is not saying that life insurance will outperform your investments. This is not saying that life insurance is the best place to grow your money. This is saying for life insurance being a safe asset that's not an investment, it's a pretty great rate of return over a long period of time, especially when it gives you the ability to use your money throughout your life and gives you all the other insurance benefits that aren't even factored in to this calculator. Section number two is looking at the external value, i.e. when you're borrowing against your life insurance, when should you do it, when should you not? The simple math answer is don't borrow against your policy if the activity or result is lesser than the cost of actual borrowing. For example, if it costs me 5% to borrow and I'm earning a 4% rate of return, then it's costing me $5 to earn four, I just lost 20% of my investment. That wouldn't make a ton of sense. Where if you can borrow at five and earn 12%, that's actually 140% return in that example. The goal is mathematically to just put a rate of return on the activity of borrowing. And it really highlights that buying assets is key. Buying liabilities is not so great. Also to note, it's important to factor in risk. A lot of people say, oh, I can earn 12% over my lifetime. In a lot of cases, that 12% is not an every year 12%, and risk is something that you need to factor in when you're ever utilizing your policy or investing in general. So this calculator just shows simply, you type in your control cost. So if the cost of borrowing is 6%, you would type in 6%. If it's 4%, you'd type in 4%. If it's 5%, you'd type in 5%. And then you put in your investment. And again, this is to be very, very clear, this is not investment advice. This is not saying that you're actually gonna get this. It's just showing you in that scenario, if you earn 12%, you'd make 140% on that activity. If you earn 20%, you would make 300% on that activity. If you earn 7%, you'll make 40% on that activity. If you earn 3%, you'll earn a negative 40% on that activity. So not all scenarios are created equal. This is just showing you the real math in, in kind of a bubble on what it would look like to borrow and utilize your policy in that one scenario. With a more advanced calculator, we could actually show the cash flow of money flowing back and forth, borrowing against the policy into investments, and you could see how that works. And again, like every advanced calculator, there's more inputs with making it more complicated. That will come to date. So subscribe if you want to support our efforts in making that calculator for you. But for now, we just wanna keep it really, really simple. So in summary, we showed the internal rate of return, which is the actual growth of your policy. And we showed the external rate of return, which is if you borrow against your policy, what you could make in that rate of return bubble because of the power of leverage. So we're showing you how to save and use your money at the same time. And if that's all we stopped at, you could say, okay, life insurance is a pretty great benefit. I can get a maybe a better rate of return than a liquid count right now, especially when you factor in taxes. And I get the ability to use my capital. And that message has been super popular and so many people already like, hey, that makes sense. But I think we're underselling life insurance a ton if we're not talking about the other benefits. And my encouragement would be as I go through the pros and cons, really put a value on these things for you. Like I'm gonna talk about safety of life insurance. How important is safety to you? Some people could care less about safety. Some people should factor in some type of rate of return or some type of value to that, knowing that if you choose life insurance and it gives you a benefit, what is the real benefit? And that should bump up the rate of return or desire to want this 
in your life. So here's some of the pros to life insurance. Number one, it's safe. It's one of the safest places that you can save your money. Life insurance are one of the most strongest companies that you could store your capital in. How important is safety in your financial life? Number two, liquid, meaning you have access to your money. You can utilize your money. That's extremely powerful. And how important is liquidity to your financial life? Number three is lifetime compound growth. Lifetime compounding without any friction or losses. How important is that over your lifetime? Number four, leverageable. The ability to utilize or leverage your policy without killing growth or the benefits of life insurance. How important is that? Number five, privacy. How important is having privacy to your money on a scale of one to 10? Tax deferred growth. Tax deferred growth, tax-free use, and an income tax-free death benefit. When set up and used properly, your money will grow the rest of your life without having to pay taxes. You can utilize your policy through loans without paying taxes, and it gets passed on income tax-free to the next generation. How important are those tax benefits to you and your financial goals? The ability to save more. How important would it be to be able to save more money in your financial goals? Bond alternative. When life insurance is set up and used properly, it really is a bond on steroids, giving you all the benefits of life insurance, but also very much competing with the rate of return of bonds with a tax benefit that many bonds don't give you. Volatility buffer. When life insurance is set up and used properly, it becomes that volatility buffer to your other assets that may be up and down and you could um, tap into your policy and let the market recover, giving you the ability to take out more income in the future. Pension optimization. Essentially, if you have social security or other annuities that you want to maximize, having a permanent death benefit can give you options, potentially take more money up front, knowing that you're protecting your asset on the back end with your permanent death benefit. When I say permanent death benefit, a lot of people see that as only a benefit that kicks in when you die, but also there's a market of people buying permanent death benefit. And if you didn't want to die to have that kick in, you could also sell your policy for a premium, knowing that you will die someday and someone will profit off of that. Chronic and critical illness. Essentially, if you have a chronic disease that is accelerating your death, you would have the option or ability to tap into your death benefit prematurely to pay for any expenses and any experiences that you wanted beforehand. And there's many other pros that some people choose to have, some people don't. The point that I wanna make is not any one of these pros are one of those like you have to choose this or that. This is an and, these are all bundles. So the question is, when you look at the internal rate of return of your policy, if you look at the external value that you could get with your policy, and then you look at all the benefits of life insurance, that's what we're saying when we're saying the pros of life insurance. Now, let me look at the cons because with any decision you make, there are drawbacks and cons and I wanna be very upfront with them. Here are the four cons that come to my mind when it comes to the strategy. Number one is it's not tax deductible. So you're not getting a short-term tax benefits mainly for long-term, so not tax deductible. Con number two, it takes a couple years to break even, meaning you have more money than what you've put in. Usually it takes about 40 years to get to what's called the capitalization period of the policy. Con number three is because this is life insurance, not everyone qualifies for help. On the flip side of this, if you have insurable interest on someone, you can still pay the policy, you can still control the policy, you can still get the living benefits of the policy, it's just the death benefit has to be tied to someone else's name. Meaning you can still benefit using life insurance even if you can't qualify health-wise, you just have to think outside the box. And con number four, which is the biggest one, drumroll please, life insurance is not an investment. And I get passionate about this because so many criticisms get thrown at this because it's like, it's a horrible investment. You can get better rates of return in other places. And I hope you would see that life insurance would be a horrible investment, which makes it a con because it's not 
not an investment. Alternatively, if you see it as the asset that it is, the all the benefits of life insurance, the actual growth that it gives you, the control that it gives you, it's a pretty incredible asset that you can have as part of your portfolio and as a foundation of your life based on your financial goals. But con number four is it's not an investment and if you think of it as an investment, you'll always be disappointed. Now, the ultimate trump card to this whole calculator and this whole life insurance conversation is this one question. Is life insurance going to help you get closer to your financial goals? Is life insurance gonna get you closer to living an intentional life? If the answer is no, don't do it. If the answer is yes, then the internal rate of return, the external rate of return, and all the benefits that I gave you are important to know, but are really come secondary. To be one of the first to get and use this calculator for free, make sure to click out the link below. Thank you for watching.